It's the old Doctor Who show, episode number 22, The Horror of Fang Rock. Before we get into this uh, this episode, I should point out, Dan and I talk a little bit about the streaming availability of Doctor Who, and um, as of the moment that I'm speaking to you into the microphone, uh, when this goes out, there was an update, and it looks like Amazon Prime has exclusive rights to the new series, at least, there's no mention at this point, about the classic series, uh, or how long the exclusivity lasts, if it's a temporary thing or if it's permanent. In any case, uh, when we start talking about uh, the availability, obviously we recorded that before the news hit. So, uh, yeah, there you go. So don't get mad at us. Get mad at yourself. Go forward in all your beliefs and prove to me that I am not mistaken in mine. Control my mind before, and you certainly can't control it now. Would you like a jelly, baby? The TARDIS, when working properly, is capable of many amazing things. Reverse the polarity of the neutron flows, and the TARDIS will be free of the force field. But the TARDIS is more than a machine. The ability is first. Resulting reaction is Welcome back to the old Doctor Who show, the classic Doctor Who review podcast. Uh, I am your host, Eric. And I am your other host, Dan. And we're here this week, or this three weeks. I hate the fact that we don't have like something easy that I could say this month or this week. It's yeah, got to be something complicated and dumb like every three weeks. It's not a fortnight. What yeah. could it be? It'd be so, a... Dictionary fans, figure out what uh, the proper terminology is and send it in. And you, too, can be one of our... Heroes of the week, but again, it can't be a week because we don't come every week. It would be heroes, heroes of, of the whatever you've thing. supplied. Yep. Um, so, what's going on with you, Dan? Oh, not a whole lot. Uh, same old. I started getting pretty nerdy in the past couple of weeks, uh, which is saying started. something for me. I know, I know. Yeah. I uh, finally got a Raspberry Pi, which I'm excited about. I don't even know what that is. It's the little uh, $35 computer on a, uh, like, tiny, tiny computer. The entire thing is on one little board. You can program it. Um, It runs a custom version of Linux. Um, But it's, they just came up with a third version. Um, It's still $35, but it has Wi-Fi and Bluetooth built in. It's got, a quad-core processor on it. It's got plenty of RAM. Right now, what I'm doing is... uh, Running an NPM project called Pornography. Well, it's mostly a pornography <laughs> server. It's a tiny little pornography <laughs> for your pocket. Yeah, so it, uh, I'm running um, uh, Homebridge, which is uh, an open source project that uh, brings HomeKit onto a, onto your local server, right. so y- you can control things like your Hue light bulbs with Siri. It's a thing that Apple should have already done by now, but they're way, way, way behind. So someone built their own project to do it. It's pretty cool. But the whole reason was I just hadn't had a real good excuse to try it out. Yeah. And uh, 35 bucks. What the frick? It's it's a pretty good computer. So I I had not heard of that. That is very interesting. Yeah. I myself was driving down the street Mm -hmm. and I saw sneakers hanging from the... uh, the lines you know what i'm talking about are yeah. you familiar with this everybody am, is right you know there's actually supposed to be a code behind that what have you ever seen a kid throw sneakers on a power line no i've never have seen you, it happen yeah you haven't you've never seen it happen you people around the world I've never have seen, seen it i've seen the result of it sure there should be it's like in the middle of busy streets and you have sneakers hanging on there there you should pick up the paper 
or open the internet every day and read about ah, another dead kid. Like there should be the streets should be littered with dead kids <laughs> trying to throw these sneakers up there. Yeah. I'm saying this is probably the sneaker company. This is big oh, sneaker like or Gorilla Nike or something. Yeah, putting these things up there so we can remember sneakers are a thing. Like, who's going out with – who's got the extra sneakers to begin with? Like, who's has the extra pairs? They go out, they got extra pair of sneakers, they're just going to toss them up there. Are they ripping it off other kids? Like, is that the thing is you go out with your friend and he's stealing your sneakers and throwing them on, on the thing? I'm calling BS on this whole thing. What do you, what do you think? I think if, you, if you're listening to this now – Right into the old Doctor Who show. If you've ever thrown sneakers on a or, power line, or have you ever seen anyone do it? And if you did, did they immediately get hit by a car yeah, when they and, tried to do it? And anytime you bring it up, someone's like, "Oh, that's where you buy drugs or something." Exactly. Like that's the, yeah, yeah. The dip. That's not true either. White Who's is supposed buying? to be white's supposed to be cocaine. Brown for heroin. I'm guessing green for your. Right. I, mean, I don't know. Drug dealers are walking around with all these extra sneakers that they have, just, just ready to, to go. Just yeah. tied, tied with their laces over the shoulders, just stacks of sneakers yeah. ready to. I'm afraid now because I've kind of exposed this thing. Tomorrow, like a van's or when this episode air, a van's gonna pull up, throw me in, and like beat the crap out of me in the old Foot Locker or something. They're gonna stuff of, a, a shoe down. I'm gonna find you with like the yeah, tongue a of a shoe, shoe in like, your um, mouth. Yeah. Big sneaker got this guy. Oh, big oh, what a mess. But anyway, so that, I saw that, and I've, I'm always seeing these sneakers, and I've never seen anyone throw them up there. And you yeah. just hear it's kids. No kids. I was a kid. You were a kid. That's one thing about people. Everybody was a kid. It's one thing we <laughs> all share in common, <laughs> and it's the one thing that can destroy racism and prejudice. And uh, Yeah. So <laughs> anyway, yeah, it got a little heavy. Uh, any Doctor Who news? No, yeah, I have, I have on, that right? Google alert set up, and I, we had a little tease there because there was a, a misleading headline that seemed like it was all a done deal, but right. there's no deal. There's nothing. Yeah, so we're so just as waiting. of right now, we're in the same spot. Uh, we also, Limbo. if we have nothing else Doctor Who related, we have we had we got our first. Well, that wasn't our first, but we got a. I guess it was our first questions mm-hmm. that a fan of the show has has sent us. So. We could probably review that. These are coming from... Oh, we're, oh, we're reviewing the, the email? Oh, oh yeah. We're not okay, answering we're gonna, the questions. We're going to review the inner... That should be our new podcast uh, where we just make fun of grammar. I'd like to do the syntax if you want to take the substance of the email. I'll take the substance. Okay, great, uh, This great, one great. comes to us from Chuck Sufell. I hope I'm that's, pronouncing your name, that's Chuck. That's probably not Chuck. at all how you... That's probably not Suffle. it. But, Sufell. Sure. Souffle. Souffle. Chuck, Chuck, I apologize. Uh, he's probably listening. I've met Chuck many times. Chuck is Super the nice editor guy. in chief of What You're Reading. So if you're a comic book fan, and that's how I know him through uh, through the comics I write, he runs a site called What You're Reading, which is W H A T C H A Reading dot com. I'm not going to spell out reading. If you can't spell out reading, you probably that's, you're not reading. There's like a list of problems that you have, and like going to What You're Reading is probably like six or something. Um, but anyway, so he writes in to us. Uh, let's get to the questions here. Should Do we it. read the whole email? Let's let's get to the meat of it. All right, we'll get to the meat of it. Okay, uh, it starts off here. Okay, wait. I probably should have read this again before I started Why don't talking. I read it then? Eric, as, oh yeah, you read it because the first question's to me, and then, hey, oh, no, you read it, just read it. <laughs> Folks, in case you can't tell, this is our first time reading emails. Harry, I've never I received it's, an it's email very, in my life. Very, it's kind of exciting. Do you read it, like, with your mouth? How do you do this? I don't I'm know. Thinking, I gotta, okay. that's, that's, so, this is, note. we're just going to read the email. Hey, Charles. So, uh, he says... 
Hi, Eric and Dan. Longtime listener, first time stalker, um, email or commenter. Okay, whatever. First of all, I'm on board with any one of those three things. That's great. Next, uh, I, like Dan, had limited exposure to classic Doctor Who as a kid and really came to love the series at the time of the great reboot in 2005. Uh, I, he continues, I've beefed up my classic series background over the years. I wish but, it was I beefed up, period, and then he just set, like, Polaroids of him just, like, working. Before and after? Get, yeah, getting ripped. Charles up. Atlas style? Yeah, big yeah. J- jar of amino acids or something. <laughs> right, but the big barbells with just big, Polaroid. uh, uh-huh. So my question is, uh, what classic episodes would you recommend which arcs or doctors are not to be missed? Hey, uh, Charles, thank you, um, but I don't know. That's part of the reason we're doing this well, podcast. Yeah, is at this first, point, we're, we hit 1977, though, so we've covered yeah. a number of we've got four doctors arcs already. Um, I mean, there's I, some stuff that I'm looking forward to. There's, you know, I do a lot of reading uh, when we're doing the show. One of the most evalu- invaluable resources I've mentioned this like 20 times so far is the TARDIS Wikia, TARDIS.Wikia.com. Um, and through that, they, they just have so much. You know, it's a Wikipedia uh, style site, so there's so many cross links between things. There's things I'm really looking forward to, not just you know Doctor Five through reboot, but um, like Romana, Romana Two. There's right. like all these different things that I've been looking forward to. So part of the reason we're doing this podcast is we, I think both Eric and I didn't really have a great handle on the classic who. Eric obviously watched a lot more than I had before we started this. So the process of Looking at all these different websites that had rankings of some of the best stories, um, you know, looking at originally what was available on streaming, that's kind of where we started with this. Because with 50, what, two years of history of Who Now, it's just an endless sea of content. So that's kind of why we're doing the podcast. So my recommendation is follow along with us (laughs) because that's going to be the one. I'm I'm also hesitant to do to pick these are my favorite because once we mm-hmm. finish the list that we have i would like to have an episode with you where we do that and we pick our favorites i will yeah. say just off the top i would definitely recommend the mind robber if you haven't seen right that episode uh, basically one from each doctor like the, yeah. it's the patrick Troughton story man that was good the first episode of um an unearthly child which we agree and i say the first yep. episode of that run you could skip the caveman stuff. Yeah. Although if the, you started the, watching, you might as well finish it. But that first episode. No, actually, one, I disagree. You don't need to watch the okay, caveman you, stuff. You can skip that. Point taken. <laughs> um, yeah, there's so many great ones. Like, you know, just looking over this thing. I like loved Carnival of Monsters. Yeah. Ark in Space is a great introduction to the classic series plus Tom Baker. It's an yeah. amazing episode. I love the brain of Morbius. All of this. I Pretty much everything that we did, with a couple of exceptions... We're worth checking out. I don't think we really yeah. covered anything where it's like, oh boy. Well, we added a couple of of those later. There were a few where at least it it sagged in the middle, and then once they started doing the four episodes per uh, per serial, right. that like got you a could lot probably better. skip Doctor Who and the Silurians and. But Terror sure. of the Autons is another one I would recommend to people. So basically, Eric's, Eric's just reading our, uh, our schedule page. I'm, I'm all I'm reading them, and I'm, some of them are you know I'm passing on. You okay. don't know that, but I'm no, doing a little editing in my head. Deadly Assassin, we both loved. That was loved, the one that was full of uh, time mythology and everything. All right, so hey, pers- go I on. would say, though, I'm really, really anxious to start getting into post, uh, like, Doctors 5 through through 7. I guess we're not really going to get to see 8 unless we decide to spring for the DVD. But um, I'm yeah. really looking forward to those Doctors because I know next to nothing about them. As little as I knew about, like, Trouton, right. 
I, I know less about the like Colin Baker and yeah. I didn't I've I have seen, no idea. I've seen a handful of Peter Davison episodes. Yeah. I like him as a doctor, except for that he wears like celery on his lapel yeah. for some reason. Mm-hmm. I don't still don't understand that. I, hey, I, I know hey, very little lo- about I'm Colin Baker forward. other than they always look very irritating. Yeah, I don't, that's going to be a hard period for me to sit through. And, and I can't wait for it. Like I'm yeah. super excited about it. So right. so those are things I'm looking forward to. Yeah, I don't me know too. And I've never question, seen but. any. Um, after Colin Baker is, uh, oh god, what was his name? Blanking. Sylvester. Stallone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sylvester McCoy. Okay, I was going to say Stallone. I haven't seen a single Sylvester uh, Stallone episode <laughs> with Frank and Sylvester Stallone <laughs> talking politics, which yep. is exactly what you want. All right, so in the a, next in a Doctor Who. Let's yep. go another and then, thing. Uh, yep. Yep, he's got another Back question. Back to the email. Yep. Uh, another thing, Eric, as a comic book writer, do you have an opinion on the current books coming from Titan? Is no. there a series that you prefer? Nope. Which doctor would you want to pitch for a, a comic script for? Tom Ooh. Baker. That's yeah? easy. Like, I wouldn't even have to think about that. Yeah, You absolutely. didn't think about it. Course, I could see yeah, on your face you weren't thinking that about it. That would be – I'm already ready. I've got plenty of ideas. But to back up to the first part, like, obviously I love comics – Obviously, I love Doctor Who, or I just hate myself. I decided to do a Doctor <laughs> right. Who podcast. You, and don't you like, want to take you want to take down both comics I and like Doctor both Who of from these the inside. It should be yeah. like a Reese's peanut butter cup experience, yeah. you think? But yeah. yet, I'm I have no interest in Doctor Who. Like I've never read one. I've seen certainly Doctor Who comics at uh, shows and stuff like that, yeah. uh, comic cons and whatever. If I'm going through bins, I don't know. I just never. I've, there's something about I think licensed things like when I license being. TV shows that are turned into comics or yeah. like adaptations. This the novelizations. Coming, yeah, coming yeah. from the guy as a kid, I bought tons of that stuff. Like, I have the Last Starfighter comic book. I have, oh. Al, I have ALF. I have a Married with Children what? number one for some reason. Yeah. What? For whatever reason, I just went through this period oh where God. if it was like a number one in the 80s or whatever, I'd buy it. But he, That's he's not a bad there. strategy, honestly. Yeah. But For whatever reason, I just... Ha- there's something about the art too, in general, like that it looks too much like act. Like whenever something that's uh, illustrated looks too much like the actor, mm-hmm. it it's like an uncanny valley type thing for me. Where I just, I know, I would mean. rather it be. You know, all that said, I know Chuck who um, wrote this email. Again, I mentioned he he runs the What's Your Reading site. Recently, did I guess the uh, Tom Baker Fourth Doctor just started a new series. Titans putting it out. And I read his review, and I would recommend that you also read his review. If you go to whatcherreading.com, you could find it there. And he seemed to like it. So maybe I'll check it out. Maybe I'll pick it up and, and see if it's, you know, if it's something I'd be into. I probably would be, but again, I've just never read a Doctor Who comic book. So I can't answer your questions, Chuck. I apologize. But perhaps uh, after reading your review, I'll check it out. Yeah, I mean, I haven't read the comic books. I haven't checked out the novelizations. No, the, me uh, have you listened? You've listened yes, to the audio stuff, I've listened stuff, to right? a lot yeah. of the big finish stuff, which is where I know Colin Baker from because there's a number of <clears throat> big finish Colin Baker ones, and they're all good. Like I like that ninety percent of the ones that I've heard. Yeah, uh, I've been great. So interesting. Yeah, there's a ton of life like to all this stuff outside of the show that I just haven't really gotten into. Aside from the audio, but like all those books, like I know Terrence Dix, who's who wrote the episode we're going to review today. Like he he wrote tons of those books. Yeah, yeah. Like in actually, the 80s, that was right. like a huge, you know, huge thing. Yep. All right. So well, I think we it also made it probably also made sense then too because a lot you know these episodes were broadcast once, maybe yeah. twice. So if you missed it, you missed it. So the novelizations were basically your your VCR to be able to catch up. 
totally. And what had happened. Had to continue the world uh, yeah. outside of the show. All right, so we have anything else from Chuck? And thank you, Chuck, for writing. Yeah, thank you. Uh, and Chuck is, like, doing the, the triple triple header. That doesn't make any sense. Triple mm-hmm. star. He also yep. reviewed us. I know we always, if you review the us on iTunes, which everyone should do if you're a fan of the show, Chuck gave us a review, and I think we missed it last week. Was that the deal? He, yeah, he although, although Chuck does say it. in the PS here, uh, he says, yes, Dan, I reviewed the podcast. Do I say it that much that he needs to We do. To we say it every – no, we, like, we, we have to say it. to me. All right, you're kind cool. of a dick about it. <laughs> <laughs> but that's, that's like your yeah, – that's like your calling That's my card. thing, right? Yeah, that's, that's my that's thing. Like, I've always told people to review stuff in iTunes. Um, <laughs> he says he reviewed it on Stitcher and not iTunes yet. Uh, I, we, weirdly, well, maybe it's, we have – Maybe it's not him then. It doesn't We have someone – yeah, we have someone on iTunes reviewed us. Um, Chuck Sink is the screen name. The title says, Hope This Keeps Going. Hey, Chuck Sink, I am right there with you. Yeah, and if this and is said, not that the same Chuck, thank you, new Chuck. Uh, yeah, and old Chuck, Chuck be so more Chuck, like new Chuck. Chuck you know? Prime and Chuck Beta. This is nice. Um, it says, Eric and Dan are extremely entertaining, and their love of the doctor is infectious. Thank you. It is. Uh, if you want to sit back and enjoy some doctor-centric conversation, this is the podcast for you. That's true. Also, if you want to sit back and listen to inane ramblings about, I don't know, anything, that this is also the podcast for you. So thank you so much for that review. Um, we definitely we have enough reviews now that we actually show up on the store with those, uh, yeah, those thank ratings. Thank you, everyone. It does actually help our search results a bit, and... Uh, we want to keep going, so uh, keep keep reviewing. All right. So I think that's all that stuff. I think we should get into the episode. We're at almost two, 17 minutes here. Yeah, sure. All right, so let's review uh, Horror of Fang Rock. Take us, uh, take us to the, take us to the limit. One more time. <laughs> Come on, he's dead, right? Is this? Is it too soon? Was that Don Henley? Not Don What's Henley. It? The other one, Glenn Fry. He's dead, right? Hey, if you know Glenn Fry is dead, <laughs> please write the old DoctorWhoShow.com. Or review it in iTunes. <laughs> please review Glenn Fry's death in iTunes. Uh, the fact that the guy is dead, I think that's at least a five star. Not that you, no, it's not five star that he's dead. It's no. more of like a, yeah, it's more the of a honor. He, Although sure. I'm not a big fan of his music, so if you went uh, to two stars, three stars. Let's just keep it. It should at least be three. Let's at least put a four three stars, on three stars. And that stars. way it's not like, oh, God. God bless this guy for being right. dead, and right. it's also not like uh, you know you belong to the city. It's I would also on your back which review is also death cool. on iTunes. Uh, give that belong, a one star. Yeah, if you belong to the city, is tattooed on your back. <laughs> right. Please send a photo. Yep. All right. To the okay. old Doctor Who Show. iTunes. Com. Right, and then tattoo that on your uh, forehead. Hey, uh, hit the button. Yeah. Whoop. There's electricity. Perhaps that's what attracted it. An alien creature. Yes. Traveling through space. Yes. And yet desperate, you say. Why? Its behavior pattern is furtive. What is furtive? That means it keeps out of sight while it spies out the land. Hoping to mount a successful attack. Then we are not facing an enemy that is bold. No. It's coming. I don't think this fog's a freak of the weather. What are you talking about? I think it's being contrived to isolate us. That creature, or whatever it is, we're getting bolder by now. Seeing this primitive technology, it's had time to calculate the physical strength of its enemies. I think we're in terrible trouble. Here we are. It's the horror of Fang Rock. This is 1977, the first serial of season 15, immediately following uh, the Talons of Wang Chiang, which ended season 14. 
A strange presence, thought to be the fabled Beast of Fang Rock, is running amok in an old lighthouse, killing its occupants and draining the electricity from the power generator. Lost in the fog, the Doctor and Leela arrive at the lighthouse and attempt to solve the mystery before the horror takes more lives, which it totally does, and very few people get saved. Spoilers. All right. What do you think, Dan? Is that, I think I covered everything there. Uh, yeah, oh, no, wait, I didn't, I didn't You didn't uh, say mention. who did what? Written by Terrence Dix, uh, directed by Patty Russell. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. What, what did you think of this episode? I have mixed feelings myself. Some good, some bad. Okay. I think I probably lean more good than bad than you, but let's let's hear uh, it. No, no, no. Actually, I, I liked this episode very much. I don't think there was a whole lot going on. It was uh, very limited in scope because the entire thing takes place on the small island of the lighthouse. Um we start off with just a, a handful of characters, the uh, lighthouse keepers, the three of them. Uh, quickly, we get the the Doctor and Leela, and then we have the shipwreck, so we bring in more yeah. characters. It just, it felt very crowded for such it a... For, you know what? That I, That's what was so good about it. It felt like the theme of it and the being trapped in a lighthouse, the isolation of being in mm-hmm. a lighthouse, and just the, in general being in a lighthouse... It ma- like it worked for me because it sure. was only in those. It's only in like three locations, three floors of the lighthouse are the primary settings. Yeah. It felt very much like a stage play, um, you know, in that regard. But the yeah. fact that the location, even the location itself, plays into the ending, like that's actually becomes what they use to overcome the the route and spaceship. Like, right. just the fact that it was in a lighthouse was cool. But then, hey, the setting is actually part of the story. Uh, thematically, and then actually, you know, as a plot device, as a to, plot device, exactly. Yeah. But yeah, I, I I can see what you mean because it is very like. I don't necessarily have a problem you know. with that. The characters themselves were pretty much just set up to be killed. Um, I oh, mean, like the, Adelaide constantly screaming and faint. Oh, I was so happy wanted, when she got electrocuted. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> so I was watching this the other day. Uh, my boyfriend, who likes Doctor Who, but doesn't really. He doesn't watch the classic ones with right. me. He was in he was in the kitchen like doing something and happened to be watching it Did while he I was just watching look over and give you the shame eye. No, <laughs> what happened was every time Adelaide was screaming, he's like, "Who is she? What is going on?" Uh, and even he cheered whenever she yeah. died. And he only watched maybe death. fifteen minutes of right. the episode. So, yeah, that was that was kind of rough. But like you know the the. Um, the jumped up financier that needs to get back to London to make the birth. That, all yeah. that that story just I don't care. That was okay. So whatever they were fine. The characters themselves were actually well portrayed. Like always, these these actors are fantastic. Um, the performances were really great. Uh, but uh, the the part that I liked the best about this episode, which will be no surprise to anyone else, is that there is this continuity. We meet the the Rutans. Yeah, who and have, the only time we ever see them on screen, which is yep, interesting. This, we never see them again. So they were surprised. mentioned previously in the Santaran right. uh, experiment. No, what was the so. name of the? They, I thought it was. I think, I think it was a Santaran experiment, right? Yeah. That's the one where it's just the two part yes, episode. Yes, 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 yes. I think he's preparing for that war. I'm sorry, I was getting confused between that and the reboot. Um, Okay. Centauran one, which is it's also mentioned in the in the uh, reboot series. Yeah. The Centauran. I'm surprised they they haven't so returned they to a glowing, to uh, glowing hairy ball uh, monster design. Like what? Surprised they didn't bring that one back. These weird white balloons could covered in glowing hair. Yeah, not weird. Uh, so, at all. That, so that was actually really that I liked. So we we have this this continuity with things that have been mentioned before. And now we actually get to see them and the creature effects. 
for the most part, were great. Um, when it's climbing up the outside of the lighthouse, that's a little, that was that's so great. Like, like, that wasn't like so good. Ride in my beautiful balloon. Like I wanted, you know, someone to grab a hold of it and float away. Yep. But so let's uh, to pause there. Let's talk a little bit about the characters because you're yes. mentioning a few of them. We've got Vince Hawkins, who's kind of yep. like the dumb young kid who's like, "There's a meteor over there," and everyone's like, "Ah, oh, be quiet, you." He was Ruben. the only sensible one. He was the only sensible one. You could be the, the dumb. Uh, yeah, Rube sound. He was. I guess so, but he also okay. is the one that's you know taking taking money and then burning it at that one point. Ridiculous! Yeah, Do you know how very... much money he burnt? Do you know how mm-hmm. much money he burnt? At fifty pounds, I believe, right? Yep. And I did the math on that, meaning I looked it up on the website, and uh, that would have been about five thousand dollars in today's wow. money. That's, yeah, that's uh, a lot of money to burn. So just because he what was an a... idiot! Yeah, was he afraid someone was going to find him with money on him? I think why burn he... it? Well, I think cause at that point was it to assuage sees... his guilt. I no, I think he saw the guy had been killed. Yes. And then he panicked thinking it's this monster and okay. the monster's going to get him. So he didn't want to have anything. Right? But that doesn't really make the sense. The monster's going to take his money? It I doesn't don't, make I don't any know. sense. I guess he didn't want to be linked to the murder somehow. Like he killed him for the money. Sure. You know, you'd be like, why yeah. do you have. Yeah, something. Yeah. Like that. Okay. All right. So we got Vince Hawkins. We got Ruben, who was that yep. old man who also did the voice of the Rutan. Did you see that? That's how it's no, listed in Wikipedia. Okay. I don't know if they mean just because he portrays, you know, he's like a walking No, it makes zombie. sense. It makes yeah. sense. Ben, who I think is the first guy to die. That's like yeah. the guy who's, you know, electricity. The engineer. Yeah, the there's engineer. that like scene in the beginning about the new ways versus the old ways, you know, about using oil versus using electricity. And riveting conversation. Very riveting. Really, uh, yeah. You've got Lord pa- Palmerdale, who's the prick uh rich guy who's financier like the, guy yeah. yeah we've seen him a thousand times you've got the colonel whose last name is skin sale because i think he's selling out his uh army buddies somehow that's related to the stock market i wasn't quite sure about the insider trading deal he was selling something that would shame him that you could use in the market and somehow yeah they don't really go into it, it doesn't and they don't need to does not matter but he's skin sale uh, anyway you got adelaide we talked about the secretary yeah uh, assistant I, I didn't know if they were have a relationship, but I guess I they don't didn't. think it was no very strange. And then you have Harker, who was the sort of the head of the crew, I guess, of the yacht that crashes. Right, Not the, the one that survived. Yeah, right. He's a, he's a genius navigator too, or something like that. Yep. Oh man! But they uh, the old dude, so the old guy Ruben. Did you have any trouble understanding him? Like, yeah, there yeah, was yeah. A lot of lines that he said. Oh, I'm just gonna let that one go. I don't know. He's like, especially when he and uh, Ben were talking at the beginning of that conversation yeah. about electricity versus oil. So that was fun. Uh, he was a little hard to understand, and he really, really read the dramatic lines with yes. such gusto. Yeah, he no, was all in. really shading in that foreshadowing. Really, just letting you know what's gonna come. Um. Yeah. So see, he was great. I thought Vince was was fantastic. What a uh, an yeah. interesting character. I mean, he was the only one that uh, didn't seem to have any sort of nefarious motives. No, and they, they portray him as very innocent too. Like yeah. that scene where you know these lighthouse people they're they're working a lighthouse for in isolation a lot of the times for a long periods of time and so when which you when can tell woman, by how excited when the woman comes yeah and he gets very excited Oof. and leela starts undressing in front of him sure. and he's all sort of embarrassed and he gets out of there and everything it was like a you know it was a good moment for uh for our friend yeah 
Oh boy! And then it, also, you talk about the the business guy, Lord Pomerdale. It's got that one line where he's like, "I'm a businessman. How could there be anything wrong?" And then you turn to the camera and winked and was like, "You know, if you're filling out your political uh, cards, yep, check corporate greed now." Yeah. Uh, Tom Baker, I thought was this was one of his funnier episodes. The uh, what, what makes you say that? Oh, his jokes were were like the the one scene where they're all sitting down. I think it's in the first, see the first episode or the second episode. Maybe it's the second episode because the yacht people from the yacht are there, and yeah. then he just freaks out that they haven't been introduced. Yeah, he's like, oh oh, what is it? We haven't been introduced, and he's got like a couple of like funny, I thought funny little uh, things, like the malicious damage act of eighteen sixty one. Right, he covers the, lighthouses the as well. Thing, that you little know, shining I, moment. I agree that he was actually very funny in this episode. I just don't necessarily think it was funnier than the other. I, I just think oh, no, he's Tom, Tom Baker is always funny. He's got these, and they they write so well for him. He knows yeah. how to deliver these that I think he was as funny as he always always is. How did really, you feel really about Leela in this episode? Mixed feelings. Um, I like that she isn't. They didn't start her off with the whole savage thing so much in this episode, though it kind of went that direction later on with the knife. And yes. The, uh, the, that was my note, too, because they sort of are straddling both sides. Like, she yeah. – they have that uh, – one of the few good scenes with Adelaide where Adelaide is talking about um, astrology, right? So she's talking yeah. about her astrology reading. And then Leela, who's who basically has this, you know, dialogue about science over religion and, you know, I used to believe in – my witch doctor or whatever she says, but yeah. the doctor has taught me about science and it is better to believe in science. So she's sort of showing that she's becoming an intellectual and she's no longer doing, you know, so there's this whole science versus religion thing yeah. or the new ways versus the past. And you see that with the electricity and the oil or whatever. But right. then in other scenes, she's grabbing her knife and always into violence and, and she's not she's not always matching uh, with what she says in a scene like this. And then later on. You know, but she's still she, – I still find her to be an interesting character. I mean I, I think just, that makes sense that she would, you know, waver between what she's grown up and her, her experience right. and what she's learning from the doctors. So th- this is the arc for the character that yeah. she's going to progress through. Um, the fact that she can't make contractions is weird. I don't yeah, know why that speech yeah. pattern seems to be I, – I found that really off-putting. Just like not the fact of it but just the way that it was there. It just It just kept catching my ear. So strange. I guess that's the point. It just it seems so unnecessary. And there there was another scene. Um, I'm jumping around here a bit, but it's I want to make sure we talk about it. The sure. colonel seems mm-hmm. to be like way more into Vince than maybe like they don't hardly know each other when he finds Vince. Do you remember the scene when they find Vince dead up at the top of the lighthouse? Yeah. And the colonel rushes in. And I think it's Leela. Yeah. Leela and the colonel run up and they're like, Vince is going to help them put gunpowder or something on the, yeah. the stairs and vince is dead and the colonel just seems like overwrought with emotion over like he's at vince's side and like holding him and she's like right. just leave him go like they're way too attached and then later on the colonel when he looks super excited when he's looking for diamonds in that dude's pants do you remember that part? yes, yes. Got, there was like a couple of weird things with and i was like i don't know what's going on with colonel at this point but uh Hey, he's cutting straight. loose. He's he on a cutting he, loose. It's like you should not. He's be on an isolated island. And no one's going to know. Like that. Yeah. But anyway. Oh, another thing about the colonel too, which I thought was weird. He the way he dies, right? So he 
Again, I mentioned yeah. he's looking for diamonds in the guy's pants. Because uh, they in, need to have a diamond in yeah. order to focus the lighthouse. Totally people. makes sense. Get the diamond. Yes, totally makes yeah. sense. Don't, <laughs> totally don't makes sense. Past that short. He hands it to the doctor. Yep. The doctor takes the diamond he needs, throws it on the ground. Throws the rest on the ground. The rest yep. on the ground. And then the colonel goes back in his greed to yep. get more diamonds, and he gets killed. And then later yep. the doctor's like, oh, he died with honor. It's like, no, he didn't. He died from his own greed. Right. Right. So uh, this is another thing I read. Matter, this, is no, this is another thing I read on uh, the Tardis. Oh, so you have information. I, I did. Yeah. So the way the line apparently was written was he died, comma, with honor. But Tom Baker didn't read it that way. And apparently, I didn't read this, but uh, in the Terrence Dix um, novelization, he rewrote it to say he died, period, with honor, uh, indicating that the doctor took a moment to say that, even though it wasn't true, in order to. Gotcha. Kind of give him a little, because no one else had to know that he died being greedy. I mean, because otherwise that guy was was a, a real. He's he's one of those like non companion companions when you have these episodes where everyone's in peril and the doctor kind of picks up someone from from that storyline to kind of help him through. It, it, we just see that all the time. He's the one that's like actually really competent and capable and and brave because he goes and helps them. Uh, he does, but he also it, causes a lot of problems. Like he destroys well, the, McCone, the communication just, device. Yeah. And, although it's out like the his, doctor's all his... mad about that, but as soon as the doctor gets there, he's like, "Why haven't you called the police about the dead body?" And everyone doesn't, you know, for whatever reason. And then nobody does until. The machine uh, gets destroyed, and the doctor's like, "Well, now we can't call." It's like, "Well, you had two episodes to call." Why yeah, didn't, you know. Why well, because that was Ruben's. Ruben's thought was, "Why?" Well, first of all, I think Ruben's afraid of electricity, he but he thought, "Why bother communicating?" And now we can just do it with semaphore in the morning because it's not going to bring him back. There's, what's the rush? Right. Was the real idea? Now there's a Ferrogan monster there that's going to kill them. There's a little bit of a rush. This but is this they're is, easy to kill one of those monsters. You just shoot him with fake teeth. Just load up a cannon with fake teeth and junkets in the doctor's pockets. Whatever's in your pockets. That killed it because when of the he team. had Leela reaching into his pockets to pull out, there's a I lot was of expecting to pull, pull out a roll of lifesavers. Like yeah. I just, it was it's very weird. weird. Like there's people are like looking for diamonds, looking for yeah. But anyway, it's a real, so he, real body episode. They kill the floating eye, uh, the the green eyeball that's covered in hair with heat. I guess that was the thing, yes. right? Because they mentioned temperature. But what they just put junk in a in a tube and shot it at the, what was the well it was so it was like a mortar so first of all they used the the flare gunpowder oh, okay, and yep. so that that hurt it at first but then they used that with the mortar and shrapnel they just right. put junk in there to like really hurt them it, i don't think it made it like any hotter i don't think the heat was the i don't know right i don't know it was, it was just a funny thing. it was, just it was a, a funny fun. little bit i what did you think of the um the special effects for the rutan the flash of the sky oh not that part. Boy, that was bad. That was head-shakingly <laughs> bad. The uh, When it's coming up the stairs, which was weird. Okay, so first of all, it can it can climb up sheer walls, yes, right. but then it can't really make it up the stairs quickly. That's fine. Whatever. But what did you think of the actual effect, the visual effect of it coming up the stairs? Like the way that that creature – It was cool. I, I couldn't tell. Was that whole staircase done in miniature? And it was coming – because it, it kind of oh, looked I like it I couldn't I didn't tell. think so, but I mean – Wait, or was to me, it, it looked like it was a full size staircase in a giant ball, superimposed on. It could have been. I couldn't tell because there are certain parts like when it's sliding, sliding yeah. down the stairs. Like I don't think they would have done a full reproduction version of that to pull down the stairs. I think that might have been a miniature. Could and you could, sometimes when you when you see these miniatures, you can tell like there was the rope 
um, handrail going down the stairs. It just looked like it was the wrong proportion. I don't know. It, yeah. it just looked like, but I thought it was really well done. That was cool. Where the visual effects that were more leaning on the, uh, I guess it wouldn't be digital at the time, but where the the film effects were kind of superimposing things. Yeah. Like that. That was especially bad in this episode. All the all the green screening stuff was really really bad. But it was limited. I mean, the, but the practical yeah. effects were yeah. great. So it was when, weird that the two. Right. The um. Yeah. When you're in the top of the lighthouse, you can definitely see the green screen behind the yeah. uh, the light thing. But I thought there was a lot of really interesting shot choices and the way that, that uh, you know, Patty Russell directed the episode. There was, like, some cool shots with... Because there's all fog and it's it's got a lot of uh, moody atmosphere. There's some shots yeah. with, like, Tom Baker coming through, you know, with l- backlit and he's yeah. all dark and just, like, really sort of interesting things to sort of set the mood. That was actually one of the things that I was disappointed about was... I really knew nothing about this episode, and I thought mm-hmm. it was going to be more a mystery where they were on this thing, and you weren't sure who the bat. Like they, yeah, they, yeah. we knew as the audience knew it was um, Ruben. You know, they yeah. didn't that he was walking around, but I thought it was going to be more of a mystery than it actually ended up being. I felt exactly. That's really funny. I felt the exact same way. I I was expecting more of a whodunit. And, yeah. Well, not that I was expecting it more, but I thought at one point this would be better if that's that's what they were doing. Right. But instead, it was more of just you know defending themselves from yeah. right. the I known enemy. Agreed. Um, yeah. So what else do we have? Oh, we have a bit that I have to ask you about because you mentioned it last time when we talked yep. about the first Leela episode, and that is the eye color. And this yeah. is the episode that where they they allow her to get her. She, she looks at a thing and she thinks she goes blind, but no, her eye eyes change. Yeah. Why did they have her have fake eyes before? Like, is that part of the story that they? I had? don't know why she had to have brown eyes. So the actress yeah. has blue eyes, right? For some reason, the character has brown eyes. I don't understand. I don't and, we because we didn't see the first episode with yeah. Leela. Maybe, Maybe that was significant. The description the of color. the race super weird. Um, so they had her wearing contacts, and I can only imagine the contacts in nineteen seventy six, seventy seven. Oh boy, were you know probably the glass contacts like actual glass that was the first ones were actually and they were horrible plus they were colored contacts so apparently they caused uh her tremendous amount of discomfort um the shooting order for this series this is the first series our first story in this series but it's the second one they shot so she actually got to shoot a whole uh series without the contacts which gave her eyes a rest. So when they came back to this one, she had to wear them again, and then they had this thing. So this was... Um, so you didn't apparent- see anything about the... No, why? Impor- why? importance of, yeah, that it was changed no. to begin with. I don't understand. It seems like something it's that could have been so easily fixed with one yeah. sentence. Well, you you had mentioned the fact that Tom Baker didn't want her there yeah. either, which is, there's a moment when she goes blind, and Tom Baker's holding a knife to her. Like, he's got her knife, because she's like, kill me, and she gives him the knife. But yeah. he's got, like, this knife, and he's going, you can see. It was, like, this weird thing, knowing the backstory of, like, right. her, her as a human and him as a human. Like, with the knife, like, I could get you off the show any minute, but your eyes have changed. Apparently, something happened in this episode uh, between the two of them uh, during the shooting yeah. that actually ended up endearing Tom Baker oh. to her a little bit more. So, awesome. apparently, later on in the in this series with the two of them, there's so not so much underlying dissipates. tension. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But, you know what? I don't see any of that on screen. I don't see no. any of the tension between the, the actors. It, it reads perfectly. If I didn't know any of this, I would have no yeah. indication that there was any of this. And maybe all that stuff that you mentioned was not as bad as it sounds. Like, maybe it Who was knows? just, you know, maybe this character isn't working, but nothing against 
her, although it's hard right. to hear that. But but who knows? We don't know any of the details. Yeah. But I just thought that was weird, and I know you had mentioned they set up a scene to write her back, and I just I, I couldn't really find anything about why she had to have. Brown I don't understand what that what the reasoning was either. But they got rid of it. So like some Vance, she's Vance, uh, yeah. I don't know. I was gonna say yeah, uh, yeah brown eyed girl tie in. Gotcha. Van Morrison. Van Morrison. Uh, yeah, they oh. had some kind of. Gotcha. I'm not gonna say that though. Sponsorship. Nope, good thing you didn't. Glad I cut that out. You really, really dodged a bullet. Uh, especially because I was calling him Vance Morrison, uh, and then I was like, "What am I?" Super embarrassing. Starting to come off this coffee high, friend. All right. So, <laughs> what else do we have? Do you have anything else for this episode? We sort of ran I mean, the, the gambit. The, I think you, you kind of you you indicated that you liked the whole lighthouse being used as the way to take yes. down the. I, I like that because it was. It's so. Well, I don't know. It was just so he. It's it's just one of those like. If I just say a couple of sentences, then everything explains sort of stuff, and that's fine, and I get it. I know what I'm in for with Doctor Who, but well, if, no, he, they, if he takes a diamond, on, if he takes a it. diamond, somehow it's able to get uh, you need the, to the crystalline resonating yep. oscillating something of the mothership and lock onto it and destroy yep, it. Yep, exactly because the ship they mentioned is going to lower its shields. He uh, he on assumes a strange, he says planet. perhaps it will because of the. Something they have stuff. to save energy to land on a planet like this where uh-huh. they don't know about defenses. Yep. Okay. Sure. And clearly, he needs a space laser, and that's how you make a space laser is with a, a flashlight and a diamond. So he's just a concentrated You're right. bolt of white light is going to destroy a, a Ruton warship. You're right. I was being yes. a little dumb about it. But yeah, but that <laughs> that I like the fact that the the setting. Is part of the story. I thought that was sure. Cool. The way but they to, got to, to it was point, a little they weird. They didn't really need it. But no. I get the sense that oh, how do we make her go blind? Maybe was that was that the deal? They needed a way for her to change her eye color. I don't know. Well, no, no, because you could have done it with the the flash of the flare whenever they they destroy the Rutan. She could have been staring at it whenever they fired the mortar. I felt like I don't the, know. I felt I'm like not the, a writer. Ru- the Rutan death yeah. was really anticlimactic. Like the whole thing, they they spend fighting this thing and then they kill it with the fake teeth cannon mm-hmm. and the tom baker's not even there to check it out like she goes over and it's like dying and talking to her and like he'll get you but yeah. it just felt like he wasn't really that much of a threat like no they could have just took him out especially since it, it just it wouldn't go up the stairs or yeah, something he doesn't i don't even I'm know a... if it works like he assumed he assumed it was right yeah but he hasn't even checked There's to a make lot sure. Of that. Like that may not have worked, and it would have just killed Leela, and he would have been like, "Oh, you know what? I should, probably should have been around for that." Yeah, you know what I mean. I don't know. Those just are the make sure. few few issues with a few the, quibbles, uh, a few quibbles with, with it. But over, all, all in all, you know, this is Terrence. It's a good Dick, episode. Yeah, usually does yeah. it. Uh, writes himself a good story. So I, I give it a, sure. a thumbs up. Not, I would not say it's necessarily the best of the no. of this error because all, all the episodes here. are are pretty good, but yeah, still, still okay. No Solid talents okay. of Wang Chung, but still pretty no, good. No, not as good as that, despite the uh, epic racism that we've already covered. Mm-hmm. Well, that's why I... I wait, should <laughs> oh, I say I that a lot? Yeah, that was... I'm not... That I don't mean that. Nope. Uh, yeah, all right, so, so good episode else, overall. Great, 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 great. Uh, currently, our website is down, because I keep wanting to check uh, to see what when our next episode is. Did it come back up? Yeah, it's, it's up. It's back up. Okay, it's, it's up. down just so, for a few moments. Next, we have the, the Sun, Sun Makers. Makers. I've not you seen know this episode, I don't think. All right. I, think this is I don't even know me. anything about this one. I'm pretty excited. Hopefully, within the next, uh, before whatever the next 
Fortnite plus week, whatever, right. whatever that that thing is. Before the next April time, April thirteenth is our date to to launch that podcast. Hopefully, we'll have some streaming news that we can all rejoice about. But yep, I don't know. I'm and not holding. I'm not holding on any hope, folks. You're going to have to keep going to your local lending library and checking these DVDs out, or yeah. buying them from iTunes, or if you find another way to to see them. I'm not going to judge you. Do it up. Yeah, I've been I've been doing the Netflix DVDs. So if you're looking to uh, add the oh, Sunmakers to your, you'll queue, have to wait till Eric returns the copy, and the then you to can my, to my house. <laughs> uh, please, as we mentioned, subscribe to our podcast and yes, go sir. to the old Doctor Who Click on the subscribe link. That's going to take you to iTunes. Hit the subscribe button. Give us a review. I don't know if downloading the episodes helps. Does that help at all? Like. Download I believe it does. The, the review is the most important thing. Right. Uh, starring the review and actually writing a writing a sentence or so that is the most important thing. The downloads actually do help as well because it makes it a more popular okay. quote unquote. Yeah. So, so do that as well. Feel free to download episodes even if you've already listened to them and then just delete them. Yeah. Does that, that seems. <laughs> or stupid. listen to them again. Just, or listen to them again. Or you know share what? them with someone you love. Right. Or someone you don't if you don't Got like it. episodes. But coming, I'm not sure it's why. Like an anniversary coming up. Just be like you know, honey. I got you the tomb of the Cybermen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then then review, not not the episode, just just the review. Sadness. Um, all right. So what else do we got? We got the oh, and please, if again, just like Chuck did, if you have a question for either Dan or I or both of us, um, mm-hmm. ideally, write us at the old Doctor Who Show at gmail dot com. It could be Doctor Who related. It doesn't have to be Doctor Who related. No, nope. we are legally bound to answer it. Uh, whatever it is. I'm not sure why we signed that contract to begin with, but yeah. we're bound. So. What else do we have? I'm on Twitter, although I pretty much stopped using it, but I'll I'll see mentions yeah, what's if that? you write me. I huh. just, it's like, what's the point? <laughs> Twitter's like a strange thing because I was talking to a friend of mine about this the other day. Uh-huh. Right when I signed up and whatever that was, 2008 or when I was a little bit late to the, to the Twitter thing, uh-huh. uh, there was always like this nagging thing like, this is really stupid. Like, it's just 140 characters of people yelling, like, into the void. And, yeah. it, you know, but but that was something you just ignored, just pushed it down and be like, oh, this is cool. It's a great way of communicating. Look at this community. I can connect with people. And it's a terrible com- communication system. Like, yeah, it's, it's not very good. You can't really have a decent conversation. Yep. It's just people, you know, self-promoting or just saying things that maybe they should just not say. Like, I don't know. If you're going to follow, like, news sources or politics or whatever, or if you're, you know, an artist or something and you're sharing work you do, like, I'm going to continue to post anything I write and say, here, here's a link. Yeah. But aside from that, I just, I don't find it to be very, very I like Twitter for weird Twitter. I I love that subculture. And for comedians, because I I think that forcing, that comedians have found that forcing their ideas into 140 characters really produces some gems so yeah. for me it's mostly just weird stuff i Twitter. like tumblr i'm a, a fan of just finding images and things that i like and sharing them and seeing what other people do and that's yeah that's my there's dream. at least a little bit more flexibility there but anyway yeah. i'm uh, uh on that dead platform at dan j and j yep and i'm on, on e. grissom e-g-r-i-s-s-l-m on ericgrissom.com which is also my website and a tumblr but all my comic work is there you can contact me and if i'm doing signings it's on there Yep. And you're, you have a website on Squarespace, correct? Yeah, djohnson.squarespace.com. Not a whole lot of stuff there, but uh, just follow me on Twitter. That's yep. cool. And uh, that's it, right? We got anything else? I think that's it. All right. Well, uh, still love all of you. 
each one yeah, of you. Yeah, more um, every day, really. My love for you guys won't die. Send There's us no bounce. Uh, send us a note, subscribe, do it all, and have a have yourselves a good uh, three weeks. Merry little Christmas. Oh. Yeah, all right. You want to make it about Christmas. Like, Dan, yeah. it's always the way with Dan. War on Christmas. War on Christmas, right? <laughs> Even war on Christmas <laughs> in July. That's my thing. All right. Uh, uh, I, I got to get some, some uh, sneakers to get rid of, so later. I'm telling you, if you... If I swear, if you're out there and you have thrown sneakers, I want to hear about it because I don't think it's real. <laughs> it's not real. I don't know how they're getting up there. I don't know if cranes are involved. I think like the bird? it's probably a conspiracy that goes uh, to the highest levels of local government. <laughs> <laughs> how high does this go to the comptroller? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know what a comptroller is, but it sounded uh, like something. It's pretty, it's pretty high. All right, so uh, goodbye, everyone. We gotta end I love this. you. We gotta get out. I love you. <laughs> All right, see ya. I want to marry a lighthouse keeper and keep him company. I want to marry a lighthouse keeper and live by the side of the sea. I'll polish this lamp by the light of day so ships at night can find their way. I want to marry a lighthouse keeper, won't that be okay? We'll take walks along the moonlit bay, maybe find a treasure too. Dream of living in a